Like, I ain't never did this before. My brother, what up, my brother? How you doing today, man? What's going on, How man? You doing, good, man? bro. Good, good, good to see you, man. Yeah. Another weekend, man. Round of applause for us, man. Round of applause for another episode, man. We're going into some milestones. We're getting up there. Episode 32. Ladies Free Podcast, also known as Ladies Free Before 11 Podcast, if you didn't know. Uh, hey, just another day, man. Another podcast. Yeah. Another episode. We're going to get it cracking, man. We got a you know, nice little episode today. You know, stuff to put together. Try to get some energy going, man. Some good energy, good vibes, man. Good vibes. How your week been? Been all right? Yeah, it's been good. No complaints, man. Uh, it's over with. Start a new one. Yep, do it all over again. Let's do it all over again. Same yeah. here, man. Same here. It's a little rewind, but my, my week been like the stock market. It's been fucking <laughs> 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 dropped. <the, shoo. laughs> oh, Bitcoin tone. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely been volatile, man. <laughs> the volatility in this week, but it's all good, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't let it fade me. It's we gonna keep it moving, man. Yeah. Keep it moving. Positive vibes only, man. I don't pay no attention to the uh the unnecessary stuff, man. You know. You gotta prioritize. So with that being said, man, we're gonna move on and we're gonna get into it, man. We're gonna get into some good some good old topics. You like you got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, hit me. <laughs> I was just thinking about taking let's take a shot. Bro. Look like one of them questions coming. <laughs> uh, no questions. Let's just pour this yeah. shot up, man. Let's pour it up, man. Pour it up. And take the shot to To the one we love and lost. Facts. Read into it what you want. Son. Love and lost, man. Let us be free. I heard that in a minute. You ain't lying about that. That's a good shot. That's a good shot. Yeah. Should I make me want to do something before two something? <laughs> 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 oh, man. First and foremost, man, let me thank everybody who uh, rock with this podcast, man, who support us. Um, however, you know, it may be whether it's sharing the videos, uh, liking the videos, watching the videos, supporting, uh, joining the Facebook group, interacting with us, whatever, man, it is. It's plenty of ways to support, man. And if I had it my way, man, if, you know, if I could ask anything, man, share the videos, man. Share the video, share the podcast. Take out the piece you like, share it, you know. See some clips you like, share it, man. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, man. We we everywhere. Just, you know, follow us and check us out, man. So thanks to everybody, first and foremost. New subscribers, old subscribers uh, to YouTube. Thank y'all, too, uh, as well. Been some uh, tremendous feedback, man. Uh, shout out to the person who told me to um, change the battery in the smoke detector upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> Probably last episode. <laughs> Shout out to everybody. Hey, you know what, man? <laughs> I didn't even notice. It's funny. So you when you hear something so long, you yeah, don't you even notice it. Get used to it. Yeah, yeah. that's I, a lot of people pet peeve though, man. And I was like, let me go back and listen. And I listened. I was like, I gotta go change that battery. <laughs> Did you say it? Nope. I, I looked. I didn't have a nine volt. And I was like, damn, I gotta buy hey, a nine. Speaking volt. of man, them nine volts are special, man. They are. They're getting yeah, it's, it's getting like super ridiculous yeah. special, man. Yeah, you man. know what else is ridiculous? As far as being expensive, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> Bro, I just bought some wipers the other day, man. Oh, I need to do that. I went in there. I'm thinking, man, I'm going to pay like six, seven, maybe eight dollars at the most. I, I might splurge a little bit, get the nine, eleven dollars. Mm-hmm. They like thirty dollars and up. 
for one wife, a dog. Sheesh. Yeah, I gotta go get some. I just said last week. Well, I was just told I needed to go buy something. <laughs> you, you know where that came from. <laughs> you definitely know where that came from. Hey, now, now you know how to budget for it, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Damn. Good looking on that. Well, oh. hot 30 coming up. That's just for one. Man. I told the wife about it. She said, don't come in pairs. Right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they normally do. I know the, uh, I used to have a Volkswagen uh, Touareg, and those were expensive. But everything on that Volkswagen was expensive. Wow, okay. Because yeah. it's just, you know, foreign cars. They yeah. they are super expensive, man. Just, it's crazy how, how the little stuff on there costs you, like, five times what it would, like a sensor. Like the regular O2 sensor, you know what I'm saying? We normally get that done for, you know, maybe 150 Yeah. And that's even expensive for, because yeah, the sensor yeah. only costs probably like fifteen bucks, yeah. if that. Man, it was like two Gs. Damn, two Gs for that sensor. And it's like, expensive hey. if you actually take a car over there. Man, they, of course, taking the car over there, but I wonder if the folks out there, man, in Germany, if this expensive out there. Yeah, that's a good question because it's over here. Yeah, is it that? Yeah, yeah is that yeah. Well, markup? Overseas markup. I don't know. Yeah, that's nuts, man. But yeah, that's geez. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, man. Let's um, since we let's keep it in Houston real quick, man. H Town, man. Shout out to the H Town, man. Let me let me hit the air horn for H Town. Matter of fact, let me hit the air horn for this brother, man. Yeah. Let me hit the air horn for Trader Truth, man. Trader Truth, man, out of Houston. That brother is always. If you don't know who Trader Truth is, man, do you do your googles? Do your googles, man. Find out who Trader Truth is, man. That brother is one of the biggest philanthropists that you're going to see, like, always on the front lines when something is going on. Trader Truth is always lending a hand, trying to help or making change or, you know, just just out here, man. That boy always, always keep his head to the ground. <laughs> Inside joke, if you... Follow the podcast, I mean, you know where yeah. that came from. I said it, in, I said it on the podcast. Man. So I said, if you follow the podcast, you know. So <laughs> new listeners, you might not know where that came from. But uh, anyway, man, Trader Truth is going to be honored by Billboard Music with the Changemaker Award. So there'll basically be an award in his name, you know, in his honor as well, which is huge also when you're, when you're alive. I don't know if that means anything to anybody else, but, you know, most of these things happen when you when you pass away yeah. or you no longer hear in your memory, but for him to still be alive, you know, and I'll just give you this real quick. Rapper Trader Truth is known for his philanthropic work across Houston, but now the world will have the opportunity to see him being honored for those effect. Oh, I'm sorry, for those efforts. The Houston native took to social media Thursday to announce he is the second recipient of this year's billboard Changemaker award. Trey said, I'm honestly in disbelief. Trey, whose real name is Frazier. Otho Thompson, the third said in an Instagram post, this is huge. Not just for me, but for the city, for all those who stand with and for me, for all those that have supported my career. Big ups to that, brother. Yeah. What'd you think about that, man? I, I read a couple of articles, man, and like you said, he's always on the front line, but he was out there with um, Brianna Taylor out there in mm-hmm. Louisville, Kentucky. And then... Uh, um, was it a hurricane or a storm? But the beta, remember? Yeah, we, they, they, yeah, they started running out of uh, supplies. I, yeah, not, not, well, yeah, supplies too. But I was gonna say um, alphabets for all the storms that came in mm. that year. Yeah, he flew back out here, uh, Pearland, 
make sure everybody was good in apparel and then flew back flew right back out to Kentucky, man. But you know, fighting the struggle on out there. I didn't even know he got arrested out there for the protest. Yeah. Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Man. That, that that's just amazing, man. That he's, you know, he's stand basically on the front line of everything, man. Yeah. That's a fact, man. Shout out to Trey, man. Shout out to you. I don't even want to give him an air horn, man. That brother need a round of applause, man. <laughs> and, you know, he ain't got his flowers, but now like people need to notice because he do so much around Houston that you don't know if he's, you know, if people know it worldwide. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it's you know a nationwide thing, but they they need to, man. And hopefully, you know, even with exposure to this video, you know, once we put it out, you know, just just check out Trade the Truth, man, and, and Google him. Yeah. What's that? Is, what's, the, what's the name of this gang he got out and? I, I, I like that too. I think it's in the article there. Um, maybe I missed it. His gang, you said. Yeah. You talking about the people who, um, his group that yeah helps him. Oh, I forget the name. I know who you're talking about. Um, because he also helped raise uh, thirty thousand dollars for. We did a video on Vanessa of uh, Gian. I wanted to talk about that too. Yeah, yeah the soldier family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just it's, super it's dope. A, it's, after that, it's been a lot of stuff. Popping up also about Fort Hood that I, I don't know if we're gonna talk about it, but it yeah. needs to be brought to light. Fort Hood, yeah, that that opened up or shined a spotlight on Fort Hood, man. Yeah, there's been a whole lot of garbage mm-hmm. coming out of there. Yeah, is it the relief gang? Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, shout out to Trey, man. Keep doing your thing, brother, and I appreciate you, man. Hopefully, one day we get to link with you. You know, here in Houston, man, and you know we can, you know, put some of our efforts into some of this. This work that you're doing as well, man. Um, definitely got a lot of philanthropy in our hearts, you know, for sure. So shout out to him, man. One more round of applause before we move on. Definitely got to get that brother his flowers, man. He's definitely doing his thing, man. And while we on, <clears throat> I guess you could say philanthropy. Um, I had to Google that too, man. Figure out exactly what philanthropy is. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do got Google everything, man. I, I am like, hey, is it just me? Like, I... If there's a word like, and I may know what it means, like I may have an inkling. Yeah, you might know because that, yeah. of the way somebody yeah, use it. Use it in context. Yeah, yeah. but like, I, is it bad that I'm like such a my OCD? Like, I need to know exactly what that means. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, ain't, ain't no wrong with it, bro. <laughs> I, I I do that. I got you. Well, you know, I got an OCD about OCD about a lot of stuff, man. <laughs> just, I, yeah, you just, just heard me say I gotta Google it. Yeah, before I start using it, call everybody. Yeah. Philanthropist, philanthropist. What up, my philanthropist? Wait, shut up. nigga. I was just getting ready to say when you add nigga to it, it just changes. <laughs> but uh, Fifty Cent, man, is another one, man. And you know, you always hear it about Fifty Cent, but a lot of times he don't get the credit for the philanthropy that he do. Right? <laughs> I hate to sound like I keep using the word, but it is what it is, man. So, you know, 50 don't get a, a lot of uh, shine for a lot of the positive stuff either. You know, they always got his name circled in. And, but he, no, and he, and do it, he do it to he himself. Got, yeah. yeah, so yeah. it ain't like nobody's targeting 50, but <laughs> 50 love that shit. That joke throw shots, man, and he just be good. Mm-hmm. He throw shots and still staying outside. Yeah, that's a fact. That cat is crazy, yeah. man. Shout out to 50. But 50 Cent teamed up with uh, Houston Independent School Districts, man, to offer student paid internships, man. And this was super dope. Um, Mayor Sylvester Turner announced during a press conference Monday the $300,000 donation by 50 Cent for a business-ready program at three 
HISD high schools that have historically underperformed academically. 50 announced he is partnering with Houston Independent School District Horizon Unity and the G-Unity Foundation to launch the inaugural G-Star program at Wheatley, Worthing, and Kashmir High School. I'm honored to be your mayor, Turner said, as he welcomed the philanthropist's <laughs> move to the city. <laughs> uh, back in December, 50 Cent donated thousands of dollars in uh, Christmas presents for children that were uh, passed out at the uh, Toyota Center. Yeah. And so now he's focusing on building and making donations to academic enriching programs. These programs will really get people excited to learn again after everything that's been going on, the rapper said, alluding to the tough year many have experienced during COVID-19. Shout out to 50, man. Yeah, absolutely. Him, man. Absolutely. Shout out to him, man. If we could do a whole podcast of positivity, man, I'd be for it. Like, yeah. <laughs> sometimes just make you feel good, man, just to hear the... Yeah, this just, yeah these two last two we talked about, man. That's definitely yeah. good stuff. Yeah, because yeah. we, we normally got to start with some... I don't even want to say garbage. Like, sometimes we got to leave with death. We got to leave with, you know, sad stuff yeah. that happens, you know, but... Leading off, head, head to the ground. Both of them yeah, get their head to the ground. Yeah, head to the ground, man. But <laughs> hey, I'm I'm loving everything Fifty's doing, man. He he, and I read it too. He's got a, a G unit lab that they're gonna be working in, man, and making up, up, up man. scientists and engineers. That yeah, it's really, really. That's good what's up. up. You know, we talked about that before. Remember, we were saying how I I started the conversation with like, man, a lot of these. What? I was just I, finna say that a lot of these classes and, and the curriculum that these kids have, like I was saying that we, I was like, it needs to be changed. Like a lot of these classes, these kids don't really need. Yeah. Like yeah. we really need classes that's going to benefit us. Like, you well, know, if, if I had something like that back in, in, in high school, man, I, man. Yes. Give you something to reach for, man. Yeah. Something to strive for. Like, yeah. Like I'm, I'm super excited about that. And the fact that, you know what I'm saying? Like 50s from New York, but you know, putting in, and of course, you know, he do things in New York, but you know, finds a way to make it to Houston, you know? And, you know, and I think that's big, you know what I'm saying? With anybody who's like people get so fixated on thinking that you can only do philanthropy work in your your hood where you from yeah, or your, you from. your yeah. area. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you yeah, yeah. Give back. And that's not the case. Like, is there's other places like I'm going to definitely get back to my. You know, that's a good thing about it, bro. You know, yeah, because once that. we get back, because people crucify people for that, yeah. like you know, oh, he's doing this, he's building that there. What do you do do for New York? Yeah, or, you that, know, that, that's my first thing, man. If I was to do something, it'd it'd, it'd be back home in Beacon Hill, Chicago Heights, man. Yeah, I'll go ahead, yeah. Facts. And then after you know you do there, of course you do yeah. something here, you know, because I mean, I well, at least that's my thought. I would do the same thing, you know. I would I would definitely go home where my roots are, and then yeah. I would go where my my new roots, and, are, and you know? I understand that too, because you you have to build a strong foundation, and you go back to your mm -hmm. roots to build that, you know, to, to solidify basically that foundation. So Thanks. yeah, but I'm hoping, man, and this is this is absolutely beautiful. I'm hoping that it spreads; it doesn't stop here, and it just keeps going and going and going. And everybody just just just, <clears throat> just not, I ain't gonna say gets a piece of it, but they 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 see the idea and. and just get just, just get it going, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree, man. Just 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 keep the ball rolling, man. Yeah. Snowball effect, man. Especially like like the article said, especially after coming out of what we just witnessed with Ooh. the. Uh, Anything out though. Well, yeah, true, true. Let me not get too ahead of myself. Yeah. Especially with what we're witnessing, yeah. you know. Yeah, I think we we may be on the back end of it 
somewhat, you know, middle towards the back end of this whole pandemic. But especially coming out of this, man, I think this is I want to have a conversation with you next week on. You know what I'm saying? We get some time to really break it down. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that's something I want to do, though. I seriously want to start breaking stuff down. Okay. Like. I, I looked at you again. Yeah, this that, pa- that this look. pandemic. I, I think this pandemic has made and broken or, or br- make and break type a lot of people. And I think a lot of people have seriously come out of this with a whole new understanding. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got some stats that I want to run by you. I don't have them like in my hand right yeah. now, but just on the millennials and how like there's so many people that are not going back to work or don't want to. Their pre- preference is not to go back to yeah. work right now. That's a lot of folks that's you not know, going back to school. Not yet, yeah, because they have realized in this pandemic, like, man, I can do this. Yep. I can do this. And I really, really think, you know, outside of the pandemic, really hurting black and brown people, you know, or us getting the worst effects of it, you know, as far as death and, you know, with underlying conditions and everything. <clears throat> I know that's a thing. I know that's real. But I do think that we have had quite a few benefits out of, in this thing as well. But, uh, but any struggle, you you know we're going to We're going to find a way. That's what we yeah. do, yeah, as people. And I do think a lot of my people, you know, some of them I don't want to speak on, but, I mean, what, however you get it, I'm not, I'm not going to be mad at that. But I just think that eyes were opened. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think a, a lot of people learned a lot of things in this, and they're like... Damn. Yeah. I can't wait I to speak on because I said that too, man. Yeah. I said that when the pandemic first broke yeah, up. You did. It, it was a reality. I remember you, saying that. you have to, you have no choice but to look at yourself in the mirror mm-hmm. and realize that everything that you thought was good ain't ain't yeah. it ain't shit. And you also said something else to me. You what said I, say? I do not say a lot. Kevin, you said, <laughs> yeah, I talk a lot of shit. You said <laughs> Yeah, shout out Kevin. <laughs> you did say that. <laughs> but you said it's humbling. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, that yeah. humbling experience. I think this this pandemic brought humbling to, every, I think, a lot of people. Of course, there are some people that weren't bothered by it financially. But I still think there's people with bread that it brought humbling to. Yeah. Because you know what? You can be a millionaire or you can be a hundred thousandaire or you can be a just a thousandaire. But the minute everything stops, something goes off. Yeah. You're like, wait a minute. Because you're like, I don't care if I'm a millionaire. I'm no longer a millionaire if it's not rolling in. Yeah. You're a millionaire based off of, yeah. you know, th- things reciprocating. You know what I mean? You you have to have steady flow, yeah. you know, workflow, you know, you cash flow, you know. So the minute that that stops, you're like, you reevaluate your financial situation. You're like, how long this going to be? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, hey, immediately, am I, am I wrong or right? Immediately... When the pandemic hits and it, and cause it took a while before it really hit me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Once it was hitting everybody else, I was like, oh, things are still good. Yeah. We, yeah. we had them conversations. And I was like, oh, it's still good. But the minute it hit me, the first thing you do is you be like, well, I got about two months before, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this shit got to hey, do something. About, but, but before it run out. Yeah. Yep. You're like, okay, now I can hold on for, you know, this amount of months. I might have six months. I might, you know, whatever the, the months may yeah. be, but you got it in your head. You know, like, okay, now how long is it going to last? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I think it humped a lot of people, you know, yeah. I mean, celebrities and all, you know what I mean? So I just thought about something too, man. But I'm going to derail us again. No, 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 it's cool. 
Oh, you think this is going to be the, uh, the third part of the Bible? This old pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, yeah. Well, from New King Noah, James. Yeah, Noah's Ark to the, what, <laughs> the, the locust coming out. They, right. they got this the, old pandemic. They're right. Man, uh, you might be on to something. Yeah, we'll see. Wow, well, we at close. Hey, right. <laughs> <laughs> new, new King James. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be King Jameson. Jameson? <laughs> King Jameson version. <laughs> Not that Jameson. <laughs> I was just talking about, you know how these millennials is. Think about it, bro. When, if, if there's a new Bible, think about it. What would the name be? Yes. Shit, wait. Shit rolling. <laughs> no, that's what and, I'm saying. I'm, and I'm still riding around in Texas, still seeing these on Trump signs. I it know, be, right? It might be the Trump version. <laughs> Straight up, right? Yo, damn Trump version. I'll throw that Bible, burn it. <laughs> no, them lies. <laughs> Got a finger on the front of it. Nope, I ain't reading that. Oh, my goodness, man. That's funny, man. But, but I know we normally start it off, but you know, hey, something else I didn't do. <laughs> I just say real quick to the Trump Bible. <laughs> God words being read. <laughs> Go ahead, though, man. <laughs> oh, orange words. Oh my goodness. Oh man, I didn't want to start this thing outside, but you know, well, I tell you what, I didn't do. I did it again, man, and I, I was just so anxious to get to the, the good energy, man. I didn't. Even, Introduce my brother, man. I'm sorry. CeeLo, man. CeeLo is here, oh, man. CeeLo is here. You know, I got to give it to y'all introduction, man. Tone is here, man. Tone is here. I'm here, man. Tone is here. I got time today, too. Hey, speaking of tall love, man. Looked at my watch. I got time today. But I kept looking at you, folks, because I thought, I was thinking to myself, bro, been talking about all these years now. Well, on, on a podcast, you brought it up once, but you've been talking about for all these years how you want to do something. You get with Trey the truth, especially 50, which is on entrepreneur mentorship mm-hmm. that he's doing, bro. Get with him, man. Be part of GM. Be part of uh, Relief Gang. Hey, I'm, I'm with it, man. Yeah, well, Tony, Tony Love. On Relief Gang, gang. Trey, Trey, holler at me, man. I'm, I'm down, man. I'm down to be a, a philanthropy soldier. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going. I knew that was going. <laughs> for some reason, oh man, let me real quick. We're going. So <laughs> <laughs> we gonna dive into something sad real quick, and we are gonna come right back. We are gonna dive in the water. We are gonna come right back up, man. For, for air, yeah. rest in peace of Paul Mooney, man. Paul Mooney, legendary writer, comedian, everything, man. Funny, funny, funny brother, man. Paul Mooney passed away. The age of 79, man. So I just wanted to put that out there. Excuse me. Didn't want to forget that. Rest in peace to that brother, man. That legend. He's been attached to a lot, a lot of people that you wouldn't even yeah. recognize. Um, or, I mean, you wouldn't realize. But if you do your homework, Paul Mooney is attached to a lot of people, a lot of legends, you know, including, the, you know, mainly the great, great Richard Pryor. Yeah. Writer. You know, yeah. a writer for Richard Pryor. So, hey. Check him out, man. But rest in peace to that brother, man. Um, shout out to his family as well, man. And um, prayers and condolences. But let me give him a round of applause yeah, for absolutely. his his work on this earth, man. And a pleasure for me because Paul Mooney didn't sugarcoat nothing. 
Hey, that, I, that's what I wanted to speak on, bro. He touched yeah. topics that wouldn't nobody, nobody else would not touch, man. And he hit everybody too, yeah. bro. And it's people that yeah. I just seen some articles um, after you know he passed away, which you know. I mean, I don't think it's breaking yeah, breaking art, news, but videos. I, I I didn't even want to speak on that, bro. Yeah, I forgot what you're saying, but yeah, that, yeah, that, it was just that, one in particular where people were saying how they were so scared because of the industry, you know, mm-hmm. had labeled them, so they were scared to really, you know, lock arms with Paul Mooney and really be on that side, yeah. you know, because they didn't want to be attached because how the industry, because he didn't sugarcoat shit, because he did tell it like it was, because he did target a lot of. Uh, white people and he you know he had no problem saying white people yeah. white people this or white people you know and people just you know rub people the wrong way and that's you know that's fine you gotta think of the area he came from too yeah you know saying it now ain't as bad but saying it when he but was saying, saying bro, it when he yeah us, bro. yeah <laughs> and, but it was a lot of <laughs> like you say he didn't sugarcoat he did not anything. he did not man Paul Mooney was a goat man and all the nuts go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every nuts. I got. I need that drop, man. I need that drop. Shout out to Paul Mooney, man. Ladies right. free podcast. Yeah, shout out to Paul Mooney. Something, man. <laughs> yeah, that that weird silence. <laughs> oh man, but here we go. Here comes the roller coaster, man. This is. We've been building, building, building. Now we about to take that drop, man. That drop. Kwame Brown Ooh. is going in on any and everybody who mentions his name. And he might come for us next just for, <laughs> just for talking about it. Come the way he going. <laughs> either, but hey, he might try to come for the podcast. I don't know. Kwame, Kwame Brown has started going in on everybody. And I mean, when I say going in, I mean going <laughs> in. I can't take you serious. Kwame has had enough, man. And I really wanted to talk to you about this because there's an underlying thing that I wanted to talk to you about. But trying to go back to the 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 origin of this thing, man, where it started. Because Kwame Brown started out going at um, the up and smoke podcast with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson, mm-hmm. and then shifted towards Charlemagne, Jamel Hill. Like he has been going at everybody that mentions his name. But when I started to listen to him, which he has plenty of videos out there, but what I started to listen to him, how long he's been? What well, I've been seeing him on YouTube. What about a week now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, bro, he's already at uh, hundred thousand subscribers. Yeah, and he said now, he understands that that's the number one thing that I want to make clear, and that's what I guess I could talk about on the back end. But let's let's just talk about the the origination of what happened. You know, Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson talked about him on their podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm I honestly I did not watch that podcast, but I do want to get the clip so that we can go back. But he said okay cool they talking about me so when he said something back to them then they want to say oh it was jokes so he started joking back and but he was hitting them with personal jokes just the way you know that people hit with jokes you know and then it got serious matt barnes challenged him to a boxing match 
I mean, said, I don't box. <laughs> Do I look like bro, a boxer, bitch? Bro, I, I love that too, right? Yeah. I love that. Yeah, dude, he called him angry, called him Becky with the good hair. Man, I mean, Kwame is, is hilarious at, with it. You know what I'm saying? I, I've never seen this. Shout out to Kwame, man, real quick, man. Mm-hmm. Just shout out to Kwame because I've never seen this side of him. Like, I, bro, this personality. Originally, when I, just like I, I wore this short because I knew he was going to talk about Kwame because the Jaguar. Last time I wore this shirt, we were talking oh, about Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was the bad energy thing. I'm on down like, okay, why is he all of a sudden coming yeah. out? He ain't never said nothing all this time. It was been 20-something years. He got drafted, what, 2001? Yeah. And I was like, okay, it's bad energy. You know, I am on my energy. Yeah. Keep that on over there. Right. I got to realize, no, bro. I, he been getting shitted on for a long and he's still getting time. shitted on yeah this nigga took his shirt off yep. and instead of saying okay y'all anybody get it everybody just like you yeah. said everybody finna get it everybody and he's he on coming, that yeah he coming high he want all the smoke yeah. but you know what what I realized when he when he turn, took the turn towards Charlamagne like he's really going hard at Charlamagne right now he went at Matt Barnes. And so I was trying to like, okay, why, why was he so upset? And so when I went back <clears throat> and I listened to what Charlemagne had to say, and we'll, we'll play it right here because he was really upset that Charlemagne exposed this information. Let's take my little webby, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read that part. God damn, girl. Y'all got some names on that one. Yeah, they do, man. Some names on Kwame. Listen. <laughs> But Charlamagne had this to say, which set off Kwame Brown. Tell y'all something. Leave Kwame Brown alone. I don't know if y'all know, but you could do a little research. Kwame Brown was born in Charleston, South Carolina. I don't think I've ever met Kwame, but I know a lot of his family. His family lived in Moss Corner, South Carolina. His father's name was Willie Brown. I don't know how many kids Willie Brown had. I don't know how many siblings Kwame Brown got, but I went to school with his sister, and I went to school with one of his his brothers. Let me tell y'all something. Kwame's father in the 90s, I remember this story. He beat a woman with an axe handle. It was his girlfriend. And the rumor was he buried her alive. He buried her in the area that I grew up in, if I remember correctly. I've been trying to call my dad since yesterday to, to, to confirm the whole story because I literally forgot about this until yesterday. But the, the woman died and he got arrested. Uh, if he's still alive, he's in prison for life because he got caught because he left South Carolina after the murder and came back for his paycheck. Let me tell you something else. His other brother, I don't know if him and Kwame were close, but his other brother shot his baby mama several times and then killed himself. That was like in 08. And his other brother, Kwame's other brother, just went to jail for murder like three years ago. All of this you can Google. I'm saying all that to say... Leave Kwame alone. That man has been quiet for 20 years. He don't bother nobody. Clearly all that, you know, all all that he's a bust stuff gets to him. And you don't know what people are going through or have been through. But I've seen folks snap for less. And it looks like, you know, Kwame is snapping. And if you look at the history of men in his family, you would know his his men in his family have a history of snapping. Leave Kwame alone. Yeah, so he said leave Kwame alone. But. But after he exposed that, Kwame said. Come here, Charlamagne. Yeah. <laughs> and he so, said, how, how you gonna say leave Kwame alone? But you, but you just exposed all of this. And what Kwame's point was, and going at Charlamagne was, he said that his grandkids had to find out about their granddaddy from the internet because of what you just exposed. So apparently, those were probably buried secrets. 
Okay. You know, if they're if they're accurate. I, I don't know if they're very accurate, but there was something to it, apparently, because Kwame said himself, you know, that my granddaddy, my my grandkids had to find out about their granddaddy that way. And, you know, he detached himself, said that was a man that cheated on my mother and blah, blah, blah. You know, and so Kwame now put Charlemagne in the crosshairs and called him a rapist, brought up every charge that, you know, the charges that he had a couple years ago that came up. Yeah. And <clears throat> quickly, you know, of course, he pleaded to a lesser charge, you know, alleged, you know, the, the charges were, you know, rape or what whatnot. Because I think Charlamagne was 22 years old and the girl was 15 years old. And so it was originally a rape case, but I think he pled to a lesser charge um, because I don't think the girl, however it went, the girl didn't want to go through with it. But Kwame (laughs) had a lot, a lot to say. And Charlamagne apparently heard him and decided to send cease and desist letter to Kwame Brown. Now, before me and you speak on it, how you? How you yeah. how, wait, we're good. Now, ask your question. Go ahead. No, I'm saying, how, how you gonna get his whole family history? But dude. even even though you saying okay, this is the reason to leave him alone because he's about to snap, but that ain't got nothing to do with what. Go ahead, man. Yeah, and so Kwame, <clears throat> even after he received his cease and desist letter, had this to say. A stank son of a bitch that, in my opinion, that is a violator, gets to try to get the lawyers on me. <laughs> so, wait. First, you ignored me when I tried to just ask you for respect. Then, you invite me on your podcast. Then, you try to have Charlemagne the bitch defame my character. See, I'm going to have to call a lawyer and see if I got a defamation of character lawsuit against you. Because I just got a cease and desist saying that I said some things I shouldn't have said. But my opinion of you is that you are a piece of shit. So let let me retract everything I said about you, sir. You're not the R word. We know what you did. But technically, you pled, the legal term is, you pled to a lesser charge of what was the lesser charge? What was the lesser charge of a minor? Delinquency of a minor. So... Because your bitch ass got lawyers, and see, that's what I mean about that machine, y'all. Pay close attention. Because this bitch ass nigga got lawyers, he found a lawyer of mine that I don't even use anymore. <laughs> y'all, y'all digging, boy. Y'all digging deep, ain't <laughs> so, so because you pled to a lesser charge, and again, I retract them statements from earlier because I don't want any smoke. But if you sue me, you're going to find out a nice little secret. <laughs> Punk ass bitch. But anyway, I'm still not going to let off the gas on your bitch ass. You lesser charge ass bitch. You delinquency to a minor ass bitch. That's still wrong. What the fuck you doing around a minor, you punk ass motherfucker? Damn. Fuck you and fuck your goddamn lawyers, bitch. Just because you go pay and your motherfucking friends go help you out, bitch. You think that's going to scare me, ho? Fuck you, Charlemagne the ho. I retract the first statement, but nigga, you a lesser charge ass nigga pleading guilty to a lesser charge. You delinquency to a minor ass nigga should not be speaking on a king like me, bitch. You as a delinquency to minor ass fuck nigga. <laughs> bitch ass nigga. And the girl wanted to reopen the case. But because she did probably didn't have the money back then or whatever else, she tried to start it up again. And your bitch ass lawyers shut them down again. So once again, proving you punk bitch that you protected by the machine, motherfucker. 
So now that I got all the terminology right, I'm going to still get on your raccoon, change your face ass, bitch. <laughs> the fuck you talking about, nigga? I'm my mom. <laughs> that hey. is, Kwame is not playing. Hey, not playing it, bro. He hey. keep tipping that. When you, once you start to tip that hat, bro, yeah, hey. Hey. everybody but, need to hey, drag but, the fuck back. But listen to the slogan he giving. After every, after every time he go in, listen, he said, I'm my mama's son. I'm a son, and you and your attorney can get my mama's cooking, bitch. <laughs> Y'all get some mama's cooking. <laughs> hey, and I can't knock him. He cooking it up. Like, I, bro, I, I know this, he went in for about 14 minutes on this. Like, yeah, I, I can play the whole day, but I think that's enough. He originally started, when you heard him in the beginning, he was talking about Matt Barnes. Okay. And so now he's saying that Matt Barnes and Charlemagne is, is you know, in cahoots or, yeah. you know, you sent to him to speak on it. Excuse me, after he turned down the podcast or whatnot, but oh, what do you think, bro? I think it's a hey. classic case of they woke a sleeping giant. Yes, they did. Yes, they did, bro. And what Charlemagne was trying to prove, he uh, kicked over the hornet's nest and yeah. walked into the lion's den. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't, don't say leave nobody alone, then start talking about the family. This is why you leave them alone. <laughs> and he's proving his point. This he the way he keep tipping that hat, bro. Yeah, it, yeah. it's gonna go down. They better leave. leave yeah, quiet. Yeah, it's gonna go down. I man. don't think that. Here's my thing: when you have somebody that, when when it starts seeming like a person, just word of advice to anybody out there. It ain't even got to be this particular, you know. I was just talking about Kwame. I mean, anybody. When you got somebody and you start to get the sense that they don't give a fuck. Back up a little bit. <laughs> I'm not saying you got to be a punk. Hey, I'm not the saying fight you... definitely ain't gonna go the way you think. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Because oh, nigga, you bite nah, yeah, nah, right. Because no <laughs> yeah. I thought this was a fist fight. Yeah. I, I thought we was gonna box. Hey, be, be, start, look, start looking around for the ref. Nah, yeah, be careful because it's not gonna go how you want. The gloves are clearly off in this situation, and Kwame is not playing. I mean, he has dug into. I, I mean, bro, I'm just just listen to this man, man. Yeah. Why were you there, sir? You at least was there, sir, right? Can I man. say that in front of your attorney? You were present, though, right? Because you played guilty to something. So what was your bitch ass around a 15-year-old child? Huh? You still think that means you ain't sick in the mind, bitch? You still think that means you only supposed to get fired? Huh? Keep scrambling, bitch, because that ain't going to work. And y'all better get this bitch-ass nigga out of office. This out, out of that chair. This how they control you. Oh. This bitch-ass nigga got the nerve to send me a cease and desist after what the fuck you said about my daddy because I'm arguing with two emotional bitches. The fuck is you talking about? You said it off the rip, bitch. Matt Barnes is my friend. And you defamed my character right on the goddamn breakfast club. Do you want to really get some lawsuits going, bitch? That's the fuck is you talking about, nigga? My mom, my heart radio on the Breakfast Club allowed you to say that shit, bitch. Yeah, it's public records, and so is your shit, public records, punk. But you didn't have to go. What made you read out my public records on yeah. fucking the Breakfast Club? What encouraged you to do public records that don't have nothing to do with me, that have something to do with my father, whom cheated on my mother, whom these children that you spoke about, bitch, I wasn't even raised around. I met the, I met my sister, and I know her now, and she want to beat your bitch ass. The fuck you talking about, you patch-eyed bitch? <laughs> you doing them white people bidding, nigga, and y'all bitch-ass so dumb, and you so used to attacking people, and you're so used to defaming their character, y'all fuck niggas proving me right. This is easy to expose y'all. 
I'm surprised nobody else ain't do it. Uh-huh. If my young bus ass can do it, how is it so hard to expose you weak bitches? Hiding behind all you niggas needed a white man to hide behind. I'm going to find out who that white motherfucker you hiding behind, nigga. Or whatever woman protecting your bitch ass. Because you seem to have a lot of black women friends. See, you seem to have a lot of black women friends, you bitch ass nigga. You're going to go up there and defame my character and mention me. You ain't never mentioned me on the Breakfast Club, bitch. And now my 16-year-old son hears about his granddaddy in that manner. You fuck nigga. That's what set him yeah, off, yeah, bro. You, yeah. That's what set him off. You gotta be careful of that, man. And I, I don't think Charlemagne might have he might have thought that it was something that was out there. Yeah. Because it's public record, but just because it's public record don't mean that everybody know. Yeah. Well, if now apparently what wasn't public record because he said he couldn't find it. He said everything was Google Googleable. You know, if that's the term, not just yeah. like philanthropist. Well, no, Charlamagne said it was public record. and, not, and not, I understand it was public record, but mm-hmm. he couldn't find it. That's why he said he had to go, he was trying to call his pops and his pops. Oh, he said he was trying to confirm it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I guess if you're trying to confirm it, then it ain't, you know, yeah, yeah, how yeah, public is it? Because public could, record, it's confirmation. It. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, you're right. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So yeah, just based off what he said, yeah. So I, I I think he would definitely, you know, I don't care how much pride you got as a man, I think Charlamagne would definitely take that back at this point the way that he is going in it definitely did he about to shut the fuck up about it too that's why I, he said that season yeah, I, I guarantee you I guarantee you're not yeah, gonna hear nothing else about it fuck it out yeah what the because fuck now yeah cause he's like like you said that's the hornet's nest because mm-hmm. now you done opened it up but now <laughs> they also coming back and they stinging now you know what I'm saying you didn't get away you know yeah. most of the time you report on news and that is what it is yeah. I think he definitely Kwame definitely ain't done bro Oh, I don't think yeah, so either, that, that, That's some scary ass shit. What'd Jamel, what'd Jamel Hill say? <laughs> Jamel Hill said, <laughs> I had to go back in the, in the archives to see if um, I ever spoke on Kwame Brown. She's like, but I can't find them, but please don't talk about my mama. <laughs> <laughs> Jamel said, I don't want to smoke. Like, leave my mama alone. They ain't getting that mama's cooking. That's, that's going to be out. Kwame, I'm sorry, bro. We're going to have to borrow that. Unless you come at us and then we're going to stop. But I like that, man. That's yeah. mama's cooking, man. I it's kind of personal for me. That's, that's, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. I'm going through a rough time, man. So Mama's cooking is a, is a is a good saying for me, man. Because some niggas is is begging for Mama's cooking for me as well, Kwame. <laughs> I was just gonna be honest, man. They want some of Mama's cooking. Kwame ain't giving it to him, man. I, I'm I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm brewing it up. I ain't yeah, got the bowls out yet. I'm in the backyard waiting for the food to be served. <laughs> I, I ain't knowing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely in the kitchen. I'm about to get the bowls out, man. I'm about to start serving it up. Right now, I'm cooking it up, man. I'm, I'm cooking it up, man. So, but yeah, that... Yeah, now I apologize, too, man. I'm just thinking uh, he was on some bad energy, man. But he just... Hey, come for me. I'm, I'm, I'm going. Let's go. Yeah, I just... Yeah. I Honestly, I, I hate that it came to this, but I think Kwame is validated. Because he's looking... Because think about how we come with it. You know what I'm saying? Did, with the, when the, 20 fucking years ago, bro. Yeah. Uh, probably longer than that. Like, what, why? Yeah, why? Why y'all still here? Yeah. yeah. Get, get the ass. Yeah. Get the yeah. ass, man. Go ahead, man. You sitting there doing your thing, man. Living your life. And the shit still coming up. Yeah. And that's get, how you go know. Go get them. Go get them. Yeah. Hey. Green light. Yeah. Because that's how you know that... It, it really struck a nerve. Kwame has been called everything under the sun in the last 20 years. And he never said a word. He's like, okay, whatever. I'll be a buzz. You yeah. know, like yeah. he even got, some, he went in on Mike. Said Mike treated him like shit. You know, like, Hey, I've been listening. Who Mike did treat like yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. He went on Shannon Sharp. He went, you know, cause they spoke about it. He, man, he went in like Kwame ruined 
Kwame is going to everybody. Yeah. So, man, I you know, I don't think this is over. We will touch on it again. But I, I do have to get that brother, man, because I don't know if he's, you know, like everybody wanted to automatically say, oh, he's going through something, you know, to, you know, oh, man, he needs a hug. And that's what Matt Barnes said. Oh, you know, this is that. Then you're going to challenge him to a fight. You can't say one minute he needs a hug, then you want to challenge him to a fight. Yeah. You know. What's up with Stephen so, A talking about? He went in that Steve. He went in on Stephen A too. Uh, yeah, it's man. Kwame has been going in, but but you know what Stephen A said? He has every right, and I respect Stephen A. Man for saying that. Said he got every right to come back and fire back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying at me. You know, and that's the thing about Stephen A. Stephen A. Gonna report something, but he also gonna be fair on the other side, yeah. and that's what I love yeah. about him. You know, so when you come back, he don't take it personally. You know, but Stephen A. Of course, didn't speak on his personal. You know, life like, you know, like that. But, yeah, I mean, just speaking on, you know, a lot of them was just speaking on him and how he felt. And he said a lot of people was talking for him. You know what I'm saying? He was saying, them wasn't my words. You know, but Kwame is is going back to what I said. Kwame has also realized his worth. So, that's my thing. Like, in yeah. negativity, man, there's always something good that's going to come out of yeah. it. So, Kwame has realized his worth, and now he goes live to 100-something thousand people. Ain't and, give a fuck. And, and don't give a damn, and people love it. People love that. <laughs> they love that drama. They love that unfiltered, raw talk. That you. They love exposure. They love that you're exposing somebody else. I love him, him and Carl Malone, man, talking the same time. Oh, my they God. <laughs> And play some cowboy music in the back. <laughs> some old western. <laughs> but yeah, Kwame is going in. But I do want to shout, shout out to Kwame. Shout man. out to Monk's Corner, too, man. That's, that's been coming up a lot. Hey, yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Saint> <laughs> oh, dude, that dropped too. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Let's yeah, let's, let's let's refresh these drinks, man. Before we go into this, I, I just want to—I don't want to stay on this because we have. I don't want to become the um, Joe Button podcast mm. reporters. Yeah. Oh my god! But Joe is she's some great ice bucket, man. Joe has really been um, going through it, man, for for the last couple of weeks. I don't know if you heard the latest apology, but. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> Joe Budden has recently apologized to uh, Olivia Dope, man, who was um, on the Joe Budden Network. Uh, She was also a part of one of the podcasts. See, the thing is, or one of the podcasts that she was a part of, and she hit, um, she hit out the blue. I mean, probably wasn't not the blue for them, but for us, you know, with uh, sexual harassment. Allegations, I believe it was allegedly. Excuse me. Yeah, just feeling and, uncomfortable with. Yeah. The, with the yeah, with the I guess yeah, I guess you call it sexual harassment. I mean, he ain't. Ah, I ain't yeah, yeah. yeah, and so that I I guess well, according to when I looked into it, according to them, what happened was there was an actual episode. <laughs> I wish y'all could see this. Look at iceberg. Look at the ice. <laughs> <laughs> That's my specialty, man. <laughs> oh, Mount Rushmore ice. <laughs> but yeah, Joe um, was hit with sexual <laughs> sexual harassment oh, for Olivia Dope, man. And um, instead of denying it, uh, Joe apologized. And so 
he went on to his uh, latest podcast episode and he apologized. And the thing about this, after I looked into it, I guess it was an episode and she was speaking and <clears throat> he made some insensitive jokes that were, I guess, forthcoming and a little bit aggressive sexually or whatnot. And she didn't take them. Um, she didn't take them, you know, lightly. She, you know, and, and it made her feel uncomfortable. And she left the podcast after that. And, yeah, and, and the crazy part is, man, and I hope this helps a lot of females, a lot of males, too. I'm sure males get harassed like this. But uh, she said that the jokes was happening and she just took them and basically laughed at them, even though she wasn't feeling them like that. Yeah. The jokes like that. But it was, it was like if, it was basically fake laughs. Yeah. To let and, it go on. Yeah, that's. Yeah, bro. And that's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, bro, we've all, let's just be honest. We've all been in this situation where we've either seen it, had it happen to us, or I'm not going to say we all made the joke, but I'm just saying we've all, I think, seen it in some form or fashion. Even if we were a spectator, I know I have, but I've always, I try to always be that dude. Like, I, I, I don't know. I'm not trying to make myself seem better than nobody, but. I'm super careful, spoiled, especially at this point. But I'm just saying beforehand, I, before I was married, I, of course, I had a life. You know what I'm saying? And I've been, I've worked at plenty of places and I just know that I've seen the jokes fly. And it's only a joke if you take it that way. But that means it's something else on the other end, if yeah. you want it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's an open-ended joke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the only reason. And I'm, I'm you know, some niggas just say shit. I just got to say it. Yeah. Like, that's their way of opening up. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm just like, hey. Or, or nigga say some shit, man. <laughs> it's a joke, nigga. What? Yeah, it's a joke <laughs> if you be like, what? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's the scary thing, man. But he apologized. Let me see if I can get this apology, man, on, on here, man. Because Joe... Apologize. I, it actually shocked I tripping, me. I was tripping out that apology, man. This comes after. It actually shocked me. You know when he when he apologized, I was. But I'm also happy that he owned it. You know what I'm he, saying? He did, and then he gave it right back. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he said he said he he publicly wanted to apologize. Yeah, because he then said he went right in on. Everybody on the internet talking about the same thing. I that to me it just killed the whole apology. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, please. Yeah. I'm sorry. I had to find. It. I had it somewhere queued up, but I didn't. I don't know what I did with it. But yeah, it was just the fact that I was actually shocked that he apologized because, but I was impressed as well because I'm like sometimes like when people get into these situations they start dancing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they he dance can, too he much. He did come full force. Yeah, full, he came full force with it. Yeah, and if it if it is what it is, then you just got to leave it alone. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, just own up to it and, and move on. You know, and I don't know where it is. I had to keep it up. But yeah, he basically What's messed apologized. up is too, man. Uh, ain't no... And, and it, it, this ain't coming at him. I'm, I, I'm going to talk about me personally right now. Mm-hmm. How many times do you do that and you actually think it's okay because ain't nobody really said nothing. So you, and nothing. then you continuously do it, right? Thinking that it's cool. So yeah, for him to realize that and, and come out and apologize, 
Yeah, that part was cool, but what happened right after the apology, I ain't, I ain't get down with it. Because you, you basically killed the whole apology. Yeah. When, yeah. He, when, when he started coming at everybody, coming at him about it. As far as the end Yeah, you, that should be the least of your worries. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to apologize it. to her, yeah, I did if you, like... If you're going to apologize, apologize, leave it at that. Yeah. I did like that he said um, that he wanted to apologize to her. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Publicly. He, he said he, yeah, yeah. he could have did it privately, but yeah, yeah, he wanted to do it publicly. But I also think you should do it privately as well, if yeah. if she'll take it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because some people don't want to take the phone call, don't want to don't want to hear nothing from me. Yeah. You know? But I don't know the conversations that happened before that. But I know Joe Budden has been having a hell of a week. And you know yeah, what I'm saying? He's been having a hell of a month. A hell of a year. Yeah. Yeah. This, well, pan- yeah, this pandemic ain't... Yeah, but I mean, as far as the shit trending downwards, you yeah, know what I'm saying? I'm, like, I'm going all the way back to Spotify, and then him catching Corona, and his pops catch, he he came out and said his pops got Corona, and then anything else that's going on as far as the podcast. Yeah, it's been it's been rough on him. Yeah, definitely have man, and that's but you know at least he was still winning podcast wise, yeah. you know, when all that was going on and people understood. But after that, man, wow, it's like things have just you know. I mean, he he called it a smear campaign, and if you didn't know, him and Charlamagne has now fell out. Charlamagne said he's burnt the bridge now, and I th- I think their friendship is over. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because I now is that, they, now is that from that when they was talking about that Spotify deal, or that just something recent? Well, recently Joe has somehow pinpointed Charlamagne as one of the people to spearhead the smear campaign against him. Charlamagne said he had nothing to do with. You know, none of that. But think about it. If if you're Joe, I mean, behind the scenes, I don't know what goes on and who knows who. You know, it's a small world. But Charlemagne didn't rock with Maul and Rory like that. So I don't think that had nothing to do with him. So this even goes back to the dog stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When they were saying he was having sex with his dogs or, you know, sexually arousing the dogs or whatnot. Yeah, that, that was a bad episode to watch, too, man. Mm. That podcast, yeah. Yeah, he was saying that, you know, that somehow Charlamagne had got put in that. Charlamagne said, you know, but I'm going to just say something. I always thought when I looked at their friendship, I never thought that was a genuine friendship. I watched Charlamagne tell him about himself, you know what I'm saying, way back. You know, he told him, like, stop doing what you're doing. And I think a lot of stuff that Charlamagne said has some validity to it. And if you go back to what he said, it just kind of proves to be true. He was just saying, Joe going to find a way to fuck it up. You know, and he's like, hey, if, you know, obviously if this keeps happening, then that means that you obviously haven't learned anything or learned the way yeah. to do it correctly. And he has a point there. He really does. You know, but, you know, it's easy to point fingers when shit is going bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, but I also remember them coming for Charlemagne. So you got to look at it both sides. You know, they said the Breakfast Club was done. Joe got mad when when Charlemagne said that, and instead of just addressing what Charlemagne said, Joe went after him, saying, "You don't own shit. You don't know nothing about this. Leave me alone while I'm creating. I'm doing me." You know, went on one of his rants, and Charlemagne responded with actions. He didn't say nothing else. He responded with action. But here recently, they're talking, and on Brilliant Idiots, they have <laughs> shit. They going in on him, <laughs> and really. Um, What's his co-host name? What's my man name uh, on the brilliant, brilliant idiots uh, with Charlemagne? Um, to me, Andrew. Andrew Schultz, man, is going in. To, <laughs> he said he's producing the Rory and Maul show. Uh, he's 
I knew he said Rory would work, but I was looking for that white girl that I could get. You know, I needed a white girl that could really put her points out there. And when Maul said, my aura is beautiful, I knew then he was the white girl that I needed. Andrew is a fool, man. This is a hilarious <laughs> episode, bro. They like, they they is really going in. And I, I think I actually got a clip of that. When I tell you they're going in, and Charlemagne didn't even have to say a lot, you know, because like I said, Charlemagne spoke with actions. You know, he he then produced the the um the Black Effect Network. You know, yeah. after Joe said how he didn't own nothing, and you know, yada yada, and. You know, so they just came back, man. And For some other shit. But let's go. Okay. You know? Um, big announcement. I will be the producer of the new Rory and Maul podcast. <laughs> Congratulations. I am the producer of the new Rory and Maul podcast coming to the White Effect Network. We started a new, we started a new podcast network called the White Effect Network for strong white voices. And I wasn't, I wasn't sure... I wasn't sure that about, I'll be honest, I was I was sure about Rory. I thought that he could be a strong white voice. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? And just take awkward sips out of his red cup. But I felt that they, he needed somebody to be like mixed up with. And then when I, I listened to the podcast that they recorded at WTF Media Studio. That was a pilot? That was a pilot episode? Okay. When I listened to that pilot episode, and at first I was skeptical of Maul. I was like, this guy, he doesn't sound... Because I wanted a white male voice, and I wanted a white female voice for this podcast to really be the cornerstone of the White Effect Network. Okay. And (laughs) I needed a strong female voice, and I didn't think that Maul could be that strong white female voice. But when he said... Um, my aura is beautiful. I was like, that's the guy. That is the guy. That is the white woman I need. That you can be the Caitlyn Jenner of podcasting. You can do it. When he said my aura is beautiful, I said, you, you, you capture my heart. Hey. That's fire, bro. Yeah, that's fire. Fuck that. Like, you, you ain't coming out my man Maul like yeah. that. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, nah. I rock with Maul, man. Yeah. He, he he definitely came from Maul. Like, but you I, know what? Maul ain't gonna even react to it. Nah, Maul. Yeah, Maul ain't gonna respond. That's it. Well, fuck that shit. Man. Yeah, like I said, that, that's Maul. That's Maul demeanor. Maul yeah. like, fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's, that, that, hey, you gonna go back to the podcast? Podcast wars? Nah. Yeah, they they, yeah, you, they meet up. Whole different story. They go kick you while you down, man. Yeah. That is what Tele- it is. Telephone tough guy shit. Yeah. I've never been in that telephone, yeah. internet, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But you know what? Tweeting Unfortunately, back and forth, texting back and forth. Yeah, come, come sing. I can't get in the text wars, man. Yeah, yeah, can't can't do it. Can't do it. I almost got pulled into one. I'm not going to do it. Recently, but um, yeah, Maul is not going to um. Yeah, Maul ain't going to gauge. But you know, it. Unfortunately, though, for Maul. And Rory, a lot of the backlash that they're getting, bro, mm-hmm. is coming from Joe. Because Joe's been... Think about it, their competition. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to be, but they made a thing. Their competition. You know, you, you've heard them speak on it before. But, you know, Maul and Rory always keep it cool. Like, you know, they don't really get too far into it. Like, they wouldn't even say Joe's name on there. If I, I could play more, more of that clip, they're like, what's dude's name? What or that network? Who? who what's his name? Josh? Justin? Jimmy, what, who, who? Yeah. And everybody on the podcast, oh, who, what? We don't know, you know. So, it's, it's a game plan. They, hey, kick, kick them while you down, man. That's that's what they yeah. do. But 
Joe asked for a lot of this, unfortunately. Yeah, them rants, dog. Them, them rants is, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they just, they just, you know, they playing the game, they back and forth, you know, that is what it is, man. But I just had to, you know, <laughs> give you some briefing on that, man. I know you said your piece, you know, I know you don't have a whole lot. Nah, of that. nah, I'm done. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm actually, too. yeah, we've been speaking too much on Too much, yeah. We didn't give him too much but, time, man. Uh, I'm gonna flip it on you. You want to shot up? You Let's do it. Shots? Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Let's do it, man. I ain't never scared of no shots. Who we shot to? All day. <laughs> yeah. All day. All day. <laughs> Y'all take a while. In case you ain't know. He stopped that Joshua and uh, Fury fight. Coming up. You know it, it, it was supposed to be coming up. Joshua and Fury. We reported on this. Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury was going to be in the fight in uh, Saudi Arabia. About 150 mil between the two. But Deontay Wilder has stepped in. Said nigga, no. <laughs> <laughs> From the double N department and staked his claim. No, no, no. Well, basically, what happened was Deontay Wilder won the arbitration because this fight should have never went on anyhow because Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury had a third fight in their contract. Yeah. Philanthropy that- con- contractual. <laughs> Took your time with it too. I, I tried to get it out. Right. Yeah, you took your time with it too. Shout out to you. <laughs> Whatever that means. I, I like the way it sounds. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, the doodle still sticks. <laughs> <laughs> they got it spinning. But yeah, that uh Deontay Wilder won the arbitration. And they basically ruled that Tyson Fury has to give him the third fight. Because contractually he had, you know, that. It's what he was supposed to do. Um, they they try to be slick. Fury team try to be slick and wiggle out of it because they try to use COVID and you know oh time ele- you know time expired you know time lapsed you know we don't nah 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 fam that ain't how it happened. Shout out to Deontay Wilder man um, for for keep you know for continuing to fight and and to get that because that was that's what was right. But a lot of people out here saying that, oh, Deontay Wilder should just take step aside money, take this money, you know, take their 15, 20 mil. And guess what? 15 to 20 million dollars to step aside and I can go fight somebody else ain't a bad thing at all. It, but, but, <laughs> yep, because of this fight and the way it happened and the ramifications, I get it. Yeah. He wants get back. Yep. It's bigger than the money. It's bigger than the money and... If he takes that side fight, he's basically done. He's an undercard, basically. If I take the side bread, though, if you, I take you the, undercard, bro, you not there ain't I, nobody finna pay for you no more. But Especially I, after the way you fight, you fought last time. No, but I also need a guarantee with that side bread. If I take fifteen mil to just step aside while he fights uh, Joshua. Then ain't no rematch between y'all. I need the winner of that fight. That's my and that's what I was gonna say too. Yeah, I now, need the he, winner. If he goes, I, I seen him been training differently. If he goes yeah. out there and whoops, whoops Fury. Yeah, is it gonna be a, a wild and uh, Fury fight? That's that's everybody. That's I ain't gonna say everybody. You know, I always you know look in the mirror and say, okay, as far as my thoughts, that's what everybody thinking. Then when I. Say it out loud, and somebody else hear it. No, I ain't thinking that. I just hear else say that. But I'm thinking, man, yeah, that that's the fight I want to see. I've been wanting to see that for a while, man. After you Joshua and uh, Fury, and Fury. I mean, not not Fury, and after Joshua and uh, Wilder, and Wilder, yeah. yeah, and I've been wanting to see that. Man. And they were supposed to, but it couldn't get it together. 
contractually. So yeah, it man, I, I want to see that too. I wouldn't mind. I was set on seeing Fury and Joshua. You know what I'm saying? But I just hated the way that things ended. So I'm happy that Deontay is not taking step aside money. Yeah. And as of right now, yeah, he's going along with it. Man. Go get it. Yeah, and they they were saying all that day. They, all day. <laughs> <laughs> to this day. <laughs> Another inside joke. But anyway, uh, they had the date set for July, but they're saying that it may move may move back, I think, to like August or something like that. Either way, I'm here for it in Vegas. I can't wait. I am one of the few that think that that was a bad night. And I know he yeah. got whooped on. I yeah. know he got whooped on. But people, people that like boxing and boxing fans. Just, just like Jay said, he came out with too much on. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what he said. <laughs> Forty pounds. Jason, he was tied for the fight. For the fight style. and that's what he said. And I, I just, walked to the ring. I just don't. I, I think that's probably the excuse. I think he had a bad night. Yeah. And once he got hit, and it knocked his equilibrium off. But but you know what? I I've been going back in my archives, and I just been watching boxing because I've been getting back in my boxing mode lately. I, I hated it for a little bit because I'm tired of these fighters, but. Uh, <laughs> but think about it It's the exact same thing That happened to Anthony Joshua Against Ruiz, Ruiz yeah. He had a bad night yeah. Once Ruiz cracked him And that equilibrium was off yeah. Things was over Once Fury cracked Wilder And that equilibrium was off Before he started bleeding out his ear It was over He His legs were, were no more yeah. It was the same thing So uh, one That's the thing about the heavyweight division That one Correctly placed shot And I'm not taking nothing away from Fury Because Fury fought a hell of a fight And he had a hell of a game plan mm-hmm. You know Coming in it, heavier it We yep. all looked at him like Why is he coming in heavier You know what I'm saying Like we But he had a game plan And it worked And so I'm not But I, I am One of those people I'm not taking nothing away from Fury's performance last time But I am one of those people That's going to say I don't think this third fight Is going to go the same way No yeah I, I don't at all. I'm, like I'm cheering for my boy again, man. Let's yeah. go and get it. Yeah, let's. Ain't no, ain't no saying at the end. We're going to be rapping at the yeah, end. Yeah, we, yeah. We, I'm a wilder. I'm a team wilder. Yeah. You know, I, 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 like, people's like, oh, he can't change his style. I, and I think he's too old at this point, too, to just completely change. You nah, know, yeah, no, too old to change, man. Yeah, yeah. Boxing styles, like, you, when you so used to doing something, like, he got so dependent on that right hand that it, it got crazy. You know what I mean? Like, he, he was too dependent on it. Once Fury realized he could take it, and he took two of them, yeah. you know, it it was it seemed like it was a wrap after that. He's like, I know how to neutralize you now. All I got to do is stay away from that right hand. You know, but if Deontay, you know, just picking up some other stuff, yes, he could do. But don't try to completely revamp. At this point, you need to add something. I think it's more movement than anything. You know what I'm saying? With his, with his base and everything, but... That <laughs> that's that's my only thing with this with this fight, man. You know how I go with boxing, man. I get to <laughs> get to going on it, but yeah, shout out to Fury, man, um, and and Wilder, but but mainly shout out to Wilder, man, and pursuing this because I think they were really gonna try to do him dirty, man. Yeah, and that's Bob Arum and Top yeah. Rank, but we'll we'll get off that and we'll we'll touch back on that when we get closer to the fight. You know, we taking Wilder, Team Wilder on that, baby. And while we on the topic of boxing. boxing. Errol Spence and Pacquiao has been announced. Public announcing. PTA. <laughs> right. <laughs> Definitely PTA. Oh, and he just got. And we're going to give you a live update while we're watching this. I just watched Ramirez go down. The big fight is Jose Ramirez and Josh Taylor is going down right now. And 
you know, we should have went live and uh, talked about this fight. Well, we are going live in, huh? in the group, but wow. yeah, Josh Taylor is uh, doing work right now, and um, might take out Ramirez. <laughs> but let's talk about. Uh, ooh, we talking? Ooh, we talking? I hate talking that, that talk. Bro, I hate that rap, man, with that hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he always. <laughs> Is that Kitty Bailey? <laughs> but, hey, shout out to uh, Errol Spence and Pacquiao. This was yeah. one that caught me off guard because Pacquiao has been just the, the boxing whore. Is Pacquiao done? No, but he's close. But he's been the boxing whore. He's been rumored with everybody. Just a couple weeks ago, he was rumored to be fighting Terrence Crawford. <laughs> and that fell apart. And Bob Arum said, oh, they had the site and everything, but the people didn't put the money up as they were supposed to. Okay, cool. So now it is official that he is fighting uh, Errol Spence, which I am surprised. Ooh, look at this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Real quick, he hit Ooh. him with an uppercut stepping back, and the ref put yeah. his hands up. That's how he knocked him out, knocked him down. But, yeah, that was, ooh, that was a slick one. Bow. Caught him with an uppercut. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I had to. Uh... Ruff, ruff, go, go, go touch this. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So yeah, I am. Shout out to Pacquiao for this because I'm surprised that Pacquiao took this fight because everybody said he was he was dancing. He didn't want nothing with the young guys. Yeah. You know, even though he went and got Keith Thurman, I am giving Pacquiao all the credit in the world. I think Pacquiao is cashing out on this fight. This is a cash out to me. You fight the top guy. If you beat him, you go off in, in the blaze of glory and, and, you know what I'm saying, off into the sunset. Your, your legacy is already solidified, in my opinion. Yeah. In my opinion. You are already a Hall of Famer. We know what you were. The white rabbit. You know? <laughs> Every, that Hennessy in that squirt bottle uh, in the corner. We know. <laughs> I think I'd probably have some Hennessy. Nah, just, I, I might. You have a little Hennessy in your bottle corner? Yeah, I'm a little something. Yeah, what, what's that little sniffer thing? <laughs> the smell of salt? Yeah, the smell of salt. Probably something different on it, man. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, Rick James, bitch. <laughs> but shout out to Pacquiao for taking this fight, though. I am shocked. I am super, super shocked. Shout out to Errol Spence because Errol Spence kept it quiet. And that's how you're supposed to do it, man. When you announce some news, you're supposed to... Um, you're supposed to keep it quiet, man, you know, and then you, that's how you hit him. But I tell you what, I am a big fan of Terrence Crawford, and I thought, and I still think that Terrence might have the upper hand in the fight be between them. I think it's going to be a 50-50 fight, honestly. Terrence but Crawford. I do favor Terrence Crawford. Uh -huh. But, yeah, Terrence and Arrow. But uh -huh. now that Arrow is getting this fight because Terrence had the fight, supposedly, before they didn't put the money out there like they were supposed to. But now that Arrow has this, I think a fight between... Thanks, sir. <laughs> a fight between Arrow and Terrence now, if if Arrow beats Pacquiao, and I don't want to get too far ahead, but now Arrow 100% has the upper hand. And you brought me right into the point that I wanted to lean in to. Shout out to Pacquiao. Matter of fact, let's... let's shout, well, shout let's out to White that. Rabbit. Yeah, White Rabbit. Talk to White Rabbit. That sounds disgusting. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> now, actually, what I'm thinking he's doing is, is, is I'm taking it back as, as far as the NBA with uh, Dirk Nowitzki and uh, D Wade. Mm. How they how they how they did their retirement tour. This is his mm. last go around. 
He finna get that money. Like, everybody getting this money with these old YouTube dudes we ain't gonna talk about no more. But right. He said, okay, these are real fighters. He, he, he went after the two. These mm-hmm. are real fighters. Let's go ahead and get that name out with my name. Yeah. And Pacquiao ain't one of these dudes that I talked about, I think, last week or a couple weeks ago on the podcast where yeah. I said I was so disgusted. Yeah, yeah. Boxing, because these cats don't want to fight the best. Pacquiao's not one of them dudes I was talking about. Let's just be clear on that. Yeah. You know, it's a- I, I, I think it, he's 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 gonna go out like a soldier, but still pay homage, pay, pass the torch down to the young dudes. Man. Yeah, all right, y'all, y'all go ahead and take it. I know this y'all, yeah. and y'all, I, I know y'all gonna be good with it. And that's so the that- one thing I could say about you know Pacquiao. At least Pacquiao's fighting real fighters. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's out here still fighting. Real fighters, young Instead bulls. Of doing that YouTube. Yeah, he's not that. fighting YouTube. We just had a hell of a lot of content. Okay, y'all some we gave some gems. Juicy, we juicy, dropped some juicy. gems as <laughs> for men that women need, and somehow it got deleted. And uh, we we got some gems. You, you want to go into it a little bit? You want to dive into it a little bit? Yeah, we give him a brief update. Okay, I'll give y'all a brief, brief, brief. We got brief. a mascot in here. Brief, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's snuck in. <laughs> Brief, brief, brief description on we, <laughs> we was just pretty much saying that um women communicate, talk. Communication. That's that was the basis of it. Communication. Like if you're if if women or men, this is this is two way advice. If you think for some reason that your man or woman is searching for something and you can see it in their actions, figure out what it is, man, and try to give that to them at oh, home. On the other side, if you want something. Communicate if you want something, oh, right? Okay. Yeah, one hundred percent. Communicate. There you go, bro. You yep. got a point like that. Yeah, I was just trying to take a point on the side. Nah, Jack, you gotta get that. But yeah, communicate, man. Because yeah. I, I I had a conversation with a close brother, man. Not I hate to reiterate, uh, repeat this, but I need to. I had a close conversation with a brother who was telling me that I'm like, man, why are you, you so fixated on that? And he said, well, I, it ain't happening at the crib. Like she don't like that, or she don't like that. And I'm like, well, did you ask her? And nah, I just she she never talked about it. So he looks for that. And I'm not saying cheating. I'm just saying he looks for this attention, so to speak, outside of the crib. So whatever it may be, ladies, fellas, if you see that happening, this is just relationship advice. Advice, man. We on, you know, we on one tonight. We just, you know, yeah. we, we dropping gems. It is what it is, man. I really, I really <laughs> it's yeah, been. Great I really hope they heard, they heard what we had to say. I know, man. There's we a, we just really went in, on, and I apologize yeah. that that got deleted. I don't even know how that happened, but that footage was deleted. Yeah. But this the, is the basis of it. The intro to the open house. Absolutely, they sure yeah. did. Yeah. Open house next week, man. Y'all yeah. figure out yeah. what it is next week when we talk about it. But yeah. y'all, y'all come on, talk to us. Yeah, yeah. open house, man. CeeLo is opening the door for anybody who want to come in and just just talk, like. <laughs> Don't be scared, man. Come in. Come on in. You got the no, it's just real estate school, man. <laughs> Open house. Come in and see if you like it, man, before you buy it. You know, and we're not even selling nothing. We just saying hypothetically, you know. Hypothetically speaking, man, if you if you want to come on in and and check us out, man, come come see how we living, man. You yeah. know, we, we want to talk to everybody, man. We very, very, very friendly people, man. We and we I, interactive. I, That's what this podcast is built yeah, on. That's cookies. Yeah, we got to come get some mama's cooking. That's <laughs> <laughs> come get some mama's cooking, man. Shout out to y'all, man. Before we close this thing out, let me let me give him a little bit of this, man. Shout out to the 
Shout out to the new subscribers, the old subscribers. Shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to the support team, man, as a whole, man. Thank you, CeeLo, once again, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks to my support system. Uh, shout out to family. Thanks. Shout out to family, man. I might not show up, but I love y'all. Y'all know it. That's a fact, man. They know it, man. They know it. We all show it in different ways. But thank y'all, man. Thank y'all. And we will rock with y'all next week. Peace, man. Stay with us, man. Let us know if y'all need anything, if y'all want anything uh, spoken about particularly. We won't say your names. We'll keep you anonymous or unanimous. Whatever which, <laughs> whatever way you want it, man. We will be here, man. Thank y'all. Get ready for the open house and big things coming soon, man. Absolutely. Tony thank Love y'all. and Charlie Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to be after 9 o'clock, baby. <laughs> thank y'all, man. Coming from the... Podcast. Let me give it to y'all one more again, man. Thank y'all from the Ladies Free Podcast. Peace out, man. We'll see y'all next week.